Broadcasting live from the EBSN online studios in Columbus, Ohio. It's Silver and Blue Nation, the voice of diehard Dallas Cowboy fans. Now, here are your hosts, Big Game James and Producer G. What up, what up, what up, everybody? It's another week of Silver and Blue Nation. Big Game James here. Producer G, yes, we're back. Look at you and your spiffy Cowboys hat. You like my Cowboys hat? You feel me? Everybody's I'm, loving. It. I know you've been loving it. I've been loving it. You, know, I've been feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. Uh, I'm feeling myself. You know what I mean? So went out to that little hat store. I was wanting a Cowboy hat, and we looked at a few. There was a high price range. This was a good hat, so I'm gonna be the Black Bart, Big Game James Black Bart. Watch out, because I'll straight blast you if you talk about my Cowboys, fool. Pow, pow. You know what I'm saying? Happy birthday to Zeke and Sean Lee as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy birthday to Zeke and Sean Lee. We got the general on one side, one of the generals on the offense, because you know how we go, how Zeke goes. I love Dak, but that team goes how Zeke goes. Same with the defense. For sure. We got four days till camp officially kicks off. I believe it's four. You said maybe two, but. Yeah. I think till we actually get some action on the field, maybe four days till Cam. We got 49 days till kickoff. That's uh-huh. seven more Sundays. It's right around the corner, finally. That's it, just seven. Yeah, man. It's been week one. It, it seems like it's been forever. Like we was talking about Friday. If you didn't check out the show, check out that show we did Friday. We did that on the fly. That was like a freaky Friday. Freestyle Friday. We just did on the fly. Check out that show. We talked about positional battles, but we was just talking about how the season just seems like it takes forever. You got basketball, baseball, them other seasons. You feels mean the off season takes feels forever. like it just feels like they fly by and they're right back in action. It feels like it takes forever with football. But it's finally here. Next week is when it finally goes down. We're going to be there as well. You're going to be down there. Uh, what's the dates again? I'll be there the 14th or, well, the 15th and 16th for training camp. You'll be down there for the 15th and 16th for camp in Oxnard. I'm boo boo thing is getting the tickets right now. I'm trying to be there second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. I think that blue white scrimmage is going down that Sunday, I believe. So I'm definitely trying to get in that action, get that good footage for everybody out there, and you know just kick it in that going back to Cali, Cali. If you Cali. just uh, tune in and you're watching us live right now, you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook, whether it's Law Nation, Silver and Blue Nation YouTube or. EBSN Online, Phantom Sports, Dallas Prospect, Law Nation, and Big Game James Facebook page. Make sure you yeah. come to the Silver and Blue Nation Facebook page so we can get everybody's comments and monitor that feed. We want to appreciate everybody who's tuned in so far today. Yes, yes. And let me give a shout-out to everybody who's up on uh, our Facebook Facebook feed on Silver and Blue Nation, Juwan James, Daniel Salinas, D- uh, Dave DeLeon, Dino, what's up, big dog, like you know, Russell Harrison, like we do, what's up, big dog. Jessica, I got a, a troll in here. Joseph Fly, go fly. Shut the hell up. Uh, Glover Ramirez, Matthew Shelby, Hulk Logan, you know how we do. Uh, Jake Smith is up in here today. Dana, up, as Jake? usual. What's up, Jake? KG, what's up, big dog? You been out. Ryan, what's up? Michael Prophet, Floyd, you know how we do. Raymond, uh, Cowboys, Mark, what up, big dog? Ron Smith, you know how we do, as usual. Walter Scott, everybody, keep on joining in. The fun, we talking Cowboys football. Uh, you know, everybody's feeling the hat. I love it. You like it. I love it. I just try to bring a new spin and, you know, bring the cow- the true Cowboys stuff up in here today. 
Yes, and like he said, leave your comments. Let us know where you're watching from. We want to give you guys uh, some things to comment about today. Give us things to talk about as well. We're, this is where you can hear, have your voice heard as a Cowboys fan. Yes. Because we are the voice of the fans. And let me uh, get to YouTube real quick since you just took care of some Facebook. We got Hulk Rage Cowboys, Stevie Mack, Chris Longley, uh, Wiggy Bell, real Dallas Cowboys fan watching over here in our YouTube channel. And those of you on Law Nation's YouTube as well, I'll get to you and shout you out in a minute. You can jump over to the Silver and Blue Nation YouTube channel, subscribe right. there, and you can watch there too. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm monitoring comments, but I will check you guys out. Um, so should we just go ahead and start jumping into some topics then? Jump into some topics. Let me ask one. I, I want to answer one quick question before we jump into some topics. Okay. Dino answered off the rip. Dino, Big Dino asked, if we fall short of the playoffs, do you see Dak getting paid? That's a tough question. Um, it really depends on his season. If we miss the playoffs and he has a really good year, yes, I still feel like they'll still pay him. Well, save that because okay. I have something lined up for that. Okay, cool. Um, then we'll hold so, off on that, Dino. So we will Dino, get back to you on that I, question. I know Dino watches the whole show, so let him stay tuned in as we uh, get to that topic because it is lined up for today and we got yes, video sir. today. So that's Video. Exciting. We like video. Uh, but one of the biggest news of this week was Randy Gregory was officially – Hell to the Conditionally reinstated. You want yes. to give us some details about that? And are you, how excited are you about this? Man, I've been telling you how excited I am. I've been excited from day one when we drafted him. I knew he had the weed problem, but I still was like, you know what? It's marijuana. Maybe he could get past it. But obviously it was a bigger thing with him. I think it was bigger than just marijuana. We did a show Thursday with DDP and Law Nation. And uh, Derek did bring up uh, for Dallas Prospect. Make sure you check out that page. But he brought up something real that I feel like this is more than just somebody just smoking weed because they like getting high. This might really have been a condition that was going on with him and that this is something that the commissioner may really look at as far as medical marijuana being uh, passed in the, in, in the new agreement because not everybody's just smoking weed, just smoke weed. Some people have some anxiety issues. They're going right. to you know, dig deep a little deeper. But the biggest thing to me is – I'm happy for Randy Gregory because he had to fight a uphill battle because, number one, you fail in all those tests and then you're not allowed to have any contact with the team, the facility, the coaches, no nothing. So you got to look at for two years that he had to battle on his own to stay clean. And if you are having that issue and if you're smoking weed, smoking weed like that or having that problem, that's hard when you can't be in contact with your boys or have a support system around you to help build you up. So it was really giving him huge props that he still made it through all this time that he's still even on the team because we've seen a lot of people fall off and just never play football again, and it's just over. How many times have we seen guys fall off and you just never hear from them again, having that great talent? So the fact that he fought through this for two years, I'm giving him hella props. We've been wanting him. Everybody said he's a great kid. Sean Lee himself made a huge letter for him saying, we need Randy Gregory back in this locker room. That's huge. Sean Lee saying we need Randy Gregory back here. Not for the talent, just the talent, but he was a good, he's a good kid. He's not a kid that's one of those guys that's one of those guys that's out there getting in trouble a lot. Just has some issues. So we should root for him. And I'm excited because we all know the talent. I know people have said we ain't seen him on the field and he ain't did this and that. And I know you're one of the people that's a little critical because you haven't really seen him. But I don't give a hell. That's one of the guys that you see that's a freak of nature. I showed some basketball tape of him. I told you, basketball players that play in the NFL are better. And when you're 6'6 and you're playing basketball and then you transcend and you play in the NFL, you're just so much better. And he's just one of the type, generational type players to me 
me that can come on the field and dominate and change a whole game. And that's why I'm glad he's back. And I think he's going to change the whole spectrum of the freaking defense. The thing I'm most excited about when it comes to him is the fact that we we have built the team to where we don't need him. He would just be a luxury for us at this point, you know, considering this will be, what, the fourth year since he was drafted. Mm-hmm. So at this point, we pretty much have forgotten about him, you know what I mean, as far as on-the-field production or play because we haven't seen it for three years. So right. At this point, he's just a bonus to whatever this defense has. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most, just seeing what he can add to this. But real quick while we're on this, and let us know what you think in the comments too. And everybody commenting, and we appreciate it. We'll get to your comments. Actually, real quick, Jesse Gonzalez said Bo is the next beast mode. I just wanted to put that out okay, there. Okay, there we you go. With there, I, knew, I, knew, I knew you was going to go there. But uh, <laughs> Randy Gregory, over or under eight sacks this season, if he's in, he's healthy, assuming he's going to play every game, over or under eight sacks. Let us know what you think in the comments, and what do you think? I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under because this is his first year back two years away from the game, so I'm going to go under eight sacks. But if the dude gets five sacks – that's still a really good year for somebody who's missed two years of football. You'd be happy with five sacks? Yeah, I'm happy with that because I'm telling you, you're not going to see the real Randy Gregory this year. You're going to see the real Randy Gregory next year. This is the feet wet. This is the feet wet season. Get in the feet under him. You're not even going to see Randy Gregory being a beast until probably like week seven, week eight, because he has to get back in football condition. You can train all you want, but football playing condition and training is two different things. So he has to get his foot under him. They're not going to start him. They're going to bring him along slowly, maybe pass rush situations, third down situations, because he's going to get gassed because he hasn't played in that football Football, you know what I mean? Football condition is totally different. But I'm telling you, we can get five sacks out of him, get six, seven sacks out of him. That's a really good year. Next year is when you're going to see him blossom. Because remember, he had a whole year that, that he didn't play, so that's an added year that we get of him because he didn't play because of the suspension. So we have him under contract until 2020. And we're going to have him relatively very cheap. So we should be happy that we have somebody who's all-world talent, who's getting clean, and if he stays clean, we have him for cheap for another couple of years. Let's milk this cereal. That's what I'm saying. He's basically like a luxury to us. Luxury to us. Uh, let's get some some people's takes on this situation here that we're talking about. Dino says under five sacks. Uh, the question was over or under eight. Um, say prime time says over, and my phone just never wants to cooperate with me during showtime for some reason. But that's all right. I hear him. Carlos says under. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus says he'll be depth for this year, which, again, that kind of goes into the he's kind of a luxury now. Yeah, Matthew luxury. Shelby says if he gets eight sacks, that'd be wow. That is wow. Hulk Logan, four to six. Floyd says seven. He won't start, but he'll make an impact. Seven yeah. will be huge. Yeah, seven will be huge. Dave DeLeon says under, under hopefully five. I don't – I mean – no, I, you I don't think, hope I for think under the barometer five, is around the four. If everybody sees you four, if you get four to six sacks out of him after that long of a uh, absence, I feel like you're winning. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. you really are winning, and I feel like as the season gets goes on with somebody with that who's that that type of talent, he's just naturally going to get in there. He's just going to be a problem. I, I like I said, he missed a whole year. What 2017 or 2016? Right. The whole yep. year 2016 came in, and he was balling out. He was going against Jason Peters, who's an all-world tackle, and he was giving him problems. And that's after missing 14 games. Eight tackles, one sack. Come on, man. That's real. Marvin Hargrove, Jr., or Sr., I'm sorry. We're looking over here in our Facebook Live comments right now on Silver and Blue Nation Facebook page. If you just tuned in, we do this live podcast Black Bart, every Sunday. 
uh, going all the way up through the football season. We'll be doing pregame, halftime, postgame. So make sure you guys are on the Silver and Blue Nation Facebook page during game days as well. Uh, Marvin Hargrove says, what's up, Big Game James? Producer G, representing from Spring Lake, North Carolina. Thanks for watching from there. Uh, Joe Lucia says he votes big game for our next president and G vice president. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm you know what? That. that would be great, but that's a lot of pressure. And if you're paying me five million, <laughs> y'all probably want to fire me the next year. Y'all probably hate me, so I don't want to do that. How much y'all love me. <laughs> People still commenting on the Randy Gregory situation. Antonio McClary says, uh, praying for Randy Gregory, but he's fallen short, but he'll get back to being better. He was a blessing. For us, um, Hulk Logan says he hopes he plays all four preseason games, first and second team snaps. And Dino wants to know, does Randy Gregory push out Coney Ely? That's going to be tough. I would think Coney Ely's spot is going to is like borderline, but I feel like they're going to give every opportunity to Coney Ely during the preseason. He's going to play a lot. Remember we had a – dang, what was your boy that got cut from us last year and we thought he was going to – I thought he was going to do something. Moore, was it Demontre? Yeah, Demontre Moore. I thought Demontre Moore – I think Coney Ely's coming in like a Demontre Moore came in last year. But I feel like Coney Ely has more to offer than Demontre Moore because Coney Ely has done something in the league uh, more than Demontre Moore. And I feel like Coney Ely has been better citizen off the, side, off the field than Demontre Moore. So you can see him probably sticking on the team more. I think Tapper is the guy that you want to look at who's probably going to get pushed off the roster if he has any kind of injury. So he's the biggest one with the uphill battle. I think Coney Ely actually has a chance, and I think we can keep him. It just really just depends on what he does in the preseason. Because remember, the Cowboys wanted Coney Ely when he came out of Missouri years ago. I wanted him too. And I wanted him because he was a force when he was at Missouri. I liked him when he was at Missouri. When he went over to Carolina, I liked him at Carolina. He was a good piece, and he didn't have to be the feature. When he wasn't the featured, he was always better. And I think that's why he'd be good with us if he makes the squad, that he's not going to be a feature guy. And you can bring him in on the third down, and that's when he gets those big sacks. Uh, Cowboy Mart says eight sacks. Um, Wendy Mason says ten sacks. That'd be huge. Now, if he gets 10 um, sacks, then that's when you know he's an all-super world player, but I don't see no 10 sacks out of no Randy Hulk Gregory. Logan, I wanted that's to let easy. you know that uh, we we didn't get a chance to link up throughout the week for a Skype call-in, but you can still do it right now if you want to. Add EBSN online. All of you can do this. Add EBSN online to your Skype accounts, and you can co-host. We'll pick somebody to co-host for a segment or two here with – Big game, James. That will be fun for all the fans. Anybody who wants to jump in the show with us, get your face up here. Get your voice out there. After all, we are the voice of the fans. Get Logan in here uh, next let's, week. Let's stay on the defensive line, and I want to come to YouTube comments and, and people's shout-out there as well next uh, on the next topic. So we'll go ahead and stay on the defensive line. The Cowboys don't reach a deal with Demarcus Lawrence before the deadline this past week. That's another news nugget. Are you concerned about that? No. Uh, because everybody wants to see him prove it another year anyway. I mean, we you said it yourself. You want to see another year. I think the Cowboys want to see another year because we got to remember he has had three injury-filled seasons. He had the bad back for two consecutive years. He had the suspension with the with the uh, perform- whatever. I don't know if it was marijuana or whatever, but he was suspended for four games. Um, so he and he had the broken foot his first year. So he hasn't been the most healthiest. Last year was his full his best best healthiest year so yeah you want to see another year what he can do 
Um, I feel like if he does come in there and gets another 10-sack season, I wouldn't have definitely not be opposed to him signing him to a big deal. But his price tag is going to go up higher That's than a $17 million because if he comes in and gets another 13 or 14-sack season, now he's looking at $20 million. Now you're wondering, are you going to high price him? So I think another big thing that we need to look at is Taco Charlton is a true left end. They could be prepping Taco as well for a backup or possibly starting job. So if Demarcus Lawrence balls out and he outprices himself with the Cowboys, they need to give ample time for Taco Charlton to play because if he outprices himself and he moves out, Taco's still on his rookie deal. That's his third year. You can slide Taco as your starting left defensive end, still having a Randy Gregory on another year as a cheap deal, and then you possibly see what happens with David Irving. So that could be something that they could be prepping for them in the long run. If Demarcus Lawrence outprices himself, you can move Taco Charlton right in at the left end spot. I'm glad that you mentioned Taco because we got Raymond, Joe, Matthew, People in, say, primetime talking about Taco in the Facebook Live comments wanting to know, you think Taco can get seven sacks this season? I don't know it's going to be tough because, remember, he's backing up DeMarcus Lawrence at the defensive end spot, and this is kind of like a contract year for him because he's on the one-year deal with the franchise tag, so it's going to be tricky how you're going to really play Taco. You're going to probably play Taco on some right right end as well, but he is a true left end. I don't know if he, it's going to be tough for him to get seven sacks. He can get seven sacks, but we, people need to understand about Taco Charlton. He's the type of player that needs to play the whole game. He's not the type of player that comes in on the third down to get the big sack. He can do it, but he gets better as he plays the whole game. He gets better the whole game, third, fourth quarters is what he really shows. So it's going to be a tricky situation how they play that Taco Charlton to Marcus Lawrence because if you look at they look like they're boys. They do a lot of training with each other. They do a lot of training with each other, so they push each other. So it's just going to be an interesting situation how that pans out. Taco Charlton can get seven sacks, but if he's backing up DeMarcus Lawrence and he's not getting the time that he should, will he get the seven sacks? That's going to be tough to uh, see later on down the line. All right, so let me uh, – let's go ahead and transition into the offensive side of the ball. And you were talking about earlier how Noah Brown didn't really get much love as a receiver. So what type of impact do you think he might be able to have in camp? You know, there's going to be a lot of receiver-type battles. So what do you think he could do? Well, it's going to be tough. I got some of the receivers. I got a lot of the lineups here with the receiver and core. Uh, right now, this is the people that I think they have right now. They have a guy named – McKay, I don't know who he is. I'm going to keep it real. Murdoch, these are two guys I don't know. You got Cole Beasley, Michael Gallup, Lance Lenore, uh, Deontay Thompson, Alan Hearns, Katie Cannon. Nobody's been talking about Katie Cannon either. He's a speedster out of Baylor. Terrence Williams is still on the roster. We don't know what's going to happen with him and then Noah Brown. What type of impact, I don't know because, like I said, Noah Brown, he was Jerry Jones's guy last year because, remember, Jerry Jones is one of the people that kept him on the roster because he liked him. He did show and prove as far as great blocking last year. He caught whatever was thrown to him. Doesn't have all-world speed, but is a great blocker. He's always been a quiet storm type of person. He was like that at the Ohio State University. He's a young pup, only had really one year. That's why he went seventh round in the Ohio State. It's going to be tough, G. When people predict these 53-man rosters like a month or two months in advance and these guys haven't even been on the field, I think that's just ludicrous to me because you haven't seen them. We haven't seen none of these guys. We need to see these guys in training camp. That's when you're going to determine what these guys really look like. They got Everybody looks good in shorts. We need to see you in pads when you're going against live action. So it's going to – he can offer a lot. We saw what he did last year. But now you have uh, – uh, 
uh, your boy from uh, Cedric Wilson from Boise State, who they love. Now he's coming in the fold as a rookie. Uh, you know, Lance Lenore has been really looking good as far as training, and he looked good last year in the training camp. He just had some fumble issues, but the, the roster was set last year. So I can't really tell you what Noah Brown's going to offer this year. He has to do better than he did last year, though, because he can't rest on what he did last year, because if he did, he may not be on the roster. Let me give some uh, shout-outs over here on the YouTube channels for Silver and Blue Nation and Law Nation as well. I'm looking at Law Nations right now. We got Chris Longley, Charles Edwards, DJ Cobb, uh, Justin Quarles, Jose Gonzalez. He's wanting to know what a season prediction for a record for the season might be. Since we're talking about that, let me just put it out here while we're giving shout-outs as well so that you guys can give your take. Let's give some of these way too early player season predictions as far as who's going to be breaking out, things of that nature, some bold predictions if we could um, as far as what Dak's going to do, what Zeke's going to do, what receivers, you know, what's going to happen on defense, individual players. Let us know what – give us some predictions. Do you have any type of, like, bold prediction for somebody? What a bold prediction for me would be Xavier Woods getting, like, six interceptions this year. I like that. That's a bold that's a bold prediction for me. Xavier Woods getting six interceptions. Another bold prediction is Taco Charlton getting 10 sacks. That's a bold prediction because then he had to play a lot of time. Um also on the offensive side of the ball, Zeke getting 2000 yards. That's oh, to, Zeke getting 2000. Total 2, yards or rushing? 2000 for the season. Total yards or rushing yards? Rushing yards. Just rushing. just rushing yards. That would be a bold prediction. I said 17, 30 in a prediction, and 14 touchdowns. I think that's very reasonable, but bold to me is 2,000 after missing six games last year in the suspension. I think that's very bold. Another thing, I just don't think this will happen. But real Dak quick Pratt, on that, real quick. If he gets 2,000 yards, he's going to be breaking some season total yardage records. Isn't he going to be passing to Marco Murray as well, a – Yeah, for the Cowboys. But, I mean, he's going to be messing with NFL single-season records because I know he's going to be having a lot more receiving yards this year. Yes, he is. He's a big feeling about that. And you know how Dak is. He likes to check it down. So And he likes – and that's a, and look at the plays that he's had when he's dumped off those screens. 80-yard touchdown against the exactly. Niners and a 70-something-yard touchdown against the Steelers. So, if he gets 2,000 rushing, he might break some total yardage season records. I think Zeke can be the rushing champ again this year. I'd like that. Uh, I think he is going to fight with Gurley. I think Gurley has stepped up and is – uh, you remember when we were talking about Todd Gurley uh, when after his rookie year, and you were like, "Ah, we got to see one more year," and then he fell off. But that was more mainly due to Jeff Fisher. You saw he bounced he's back. Monstering, yeah. yeah, he's monstering again. Todd Gurley is a real deal. He is Le'Veon Bell. I don't just don't think Le'Veon Bell is better than Zeke. I don't know why he's a better receiver. Maybe that's because they gear the offense to him because he's built like that type of back. You know. He's like that long, wiry type of receiver, but that's where he is. You know what I mean? Where Zeke is more the stocky type, and you don't look at him as more as a receiver. But he can catch the ball out the backfield, man. Dino has some bold prediction for us. He says Michael Gallup surpasses Des Bryant's last year numbers. That would be interesting. Michael Gallup is going to do good this year. Yeah, I actually have something lined up for him. We can get to him in a second after we get through some of these other Let's look in these comments, see if you can come see, find a couple of interesting ones that people have bold predictions. I got Wendy Mason saying Zeke gets 2,200 yards rushing Ooh. and 1,000 yards receiving. Oh. That'd be crazy. That's Super Bowl. That's NFL MVP. Super That's Bowl, crazy Super Bowl. Bowl MVP. That's Woo. everything. 
That's crazy, bro. First team all pro, best running back of NFL history, first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I see we're getting some phone calls. I might take this phone call. If you wait till a little bit later in the show, uh, we will do like a rapid fire type segment where you guys can just rapid fire unleash on the phone lines. But keep looking through those bowl predictions <laughs> if you could for Cow- a sec. I'm looking at Cowboys. Mars says bowl prediction. Garrett, don't clap this season. Dino wants a glory hole. And uh, it is a reminder, I've been here when it was glory hole days, and I've been here when it wasn't. And so having said that, uh, uh, I want me some glory hole. Michael Prophet says uh, LVE gets 100-plus a a tackles his rookie year. Oh, that's a good that's, one. That's a real good one. Uh, I like that one. Let me see if I can find a couple here on the YouTube channel for Long Nation. Chris Longley says Dak, 25 TD passes, six, ru- six rushing. That's not too bold. That's not say. too bold. If To me, with Dak getting bold is throwing 35 touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Ron Smith asked me, what do I think about Rico working out and getting ready for the season? I'm happy with the blocking. I showed the videos where he's blocking, so we should be encouraged by that. He said no coaches, no pads, nobody's telling me to do this. I hope he's not doing it for show. Uh, but I hope he's actually out there really doing it to do it. He's really, you know, the videos, he says he's doing it. He showed on the videos he's doing it. So, yeah, Rico, so let's hope that he is doing it. Dino asked me also about what his conditional reinstatement means. I, I believe the conditional reinstatement is that he he's not – I posted it on the page. The conditional reinstatement basically says that he's able to participate fully, but he has to still abide by those rules of being tested, uh, facilities. Those are the conditional. Like, you're reinstated, but you have conditions. Like, you're not a full reinstated. You still have to do these tests. You still have to do this. You still have to honor that. If you're not honoring that, then you will go under suspension or banishment again. What? That's super bold. If you get a hundred tackles and six picks as a rookie linebacker, you is nasty. Yeah, we we got to do something with you, buddy. If you're doing that, I. That's pretty bold because that ain't happening. <laughs> Who cares? We don't care no more. I. You know what? We kind of need to get away from the numbers thing. I think we put too much into it. Let's kind of move away from the numbers because it puts too many un, unworldly expectations. We did it with Greg. We, we gave him 94. I well, You know when you gave him 94. So let's not run rush to give somebody 88. Let's just leave it alone. Let's let these guys give their own niche. Let's move away from the 88. Going hard today. We love y'all. We love y'all. Ninja nuts. Stephen Mack. Appreciate you. Uh, they said they can't hear you. Wow, I've been sitting here talking this whole time. <laughs> You've been talking this whole time. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
That's what it is. Hey, air just so y'all know, he said like five minutes worth of sentence and y'all didn't hear none of Basically, it. Basically, I was shouting everybody out. So <laughs> everybody who's in the last like 10, 15 comments of each platform, Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> I just shouted all you out. So he shouted, hey, and it's seriously, he shouted all y'all out. So best believe if y'all didn't hear the shout outs, he gave y'all all shout outs. You just didn't hear it. Jack Poo. Anyway, we're going to move on from the predictions, and I'll try to <laughs> shout you guys out again earlier. Anyway, I said if I didn't get the shout-out, keep commenting, so I guess you guys just want to comment again. We got somebody on the phone. We got Rodney Jones on the phone. What's going on, Rodney? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, Big Game James? How y'all doing this evening? What up, what up, Rodney? Yeah. All right. So, uh, one thing I heard you say, uh, Michael Gallup, was going to have more receiving yards than Des Bryant. One thing I do want to touch on that I feel like us as the Cowboy Nation needs to move on from Des Bryant. I'm a diehard Des Bryant fan, and he's done a lot for this franchise, 77,000-plus receiving yards, 72 touchdowns. He's done a lot for this, season, I mean, this, uh, this team. And I feel like we're doing injustice. Uh, we're just kicking him while the man is down. You know what I'm saying? I feel stop you. bringing him into the my, – my thing about it is stop bringing him into the conversation. I just want Michael Gallup in this receiving core to do, to do work, to produce touchdowns. Stop, you know, putting Des Bryant here and comparing – you know what I'm saying? And this be the same people that had his jersey on and you're going to kick the man down. That's, that's just my thing about it. Let's just move on from Des. Let's just move on. That's how I feel. I, I feel you. Uh, we don't need, like I said, it ain't about the 88. It's about people who produce. So people, you you give them an 88, now all of a sudden you got these unwarranted expectations on a player, and we don't need that. That has moved on. We have moved on. Let's play what we got. Let's see what these young guys can do, and let's ball out with what we got. What's up, Katina? What's up, Annette? My boo. Hey, we appreciate that phone call, man. Is this your first time calling in? Oh, uh, yeah, it's my first time calling. Have you been watching us before? Yeah, I've been watching us for about six months. Oh, yeah. We appreciate you, man. We're going to be here all throughout the season. If it's only been six months, you haven't seen the season yet. We do the pregame, halftime, postgame. It's really fun. Make sure you check back in with us. We're here every Sunday, all year. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Call back in sometime. All right, cool. Go Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? All righty. You know what? I think we might need to just go ahead and stay on the phone line. Rapid so, fire. Who, who we got on the line right Rapid now? Rapid fire. KG Giz. What up, KG? Man, what's up, Big Jay? What's up, homie? What up, Big Dog? We're doing rapid fire, so. Earl Thomas. Hey. Earl Thomas. You love some Earl Thomas. Everybody else do, too. <laughs> hey, I don't know if we're going to get him. I'm, I told you. If we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. I'm cool either way. I think we're going to still have a top-notch defense with Earl or without Earl. So if we get him, I'm happy. If we don't, I'm okay. I just want the thing to happen or not happen, and let's stay focused on this season because we don't need any more distractions. You feel me, KG? Oh, you must have lost him. Must have lost him. Did I lose you, KG? Must have. All the way. All right, we got somebody else on the line. Go ahead, caller. What's your name? Yeah, hello? Yeah, what's your name? 
My name is Almighty Bones, man. All right, Almighty Bones, you're on the air. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, what I was going to say is uh, I wanted to get your opinion on how do you think our linebacker score is going to fare this year, being that we have uh, Leighton Van Der Esch, and if uh, Jalen performs well without the brace, do you thinking that we're looking like a top-notch linebacker core this year, or do you think that uh, – what do you think? What's your opinion? Well, hey, first of all, that's a great question, what you just said, Almighty – is it Almighty Bones? Great name, first of all. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think we're – I've been hyped on our linebacking core because I was suspect on LVE, not because not the I just felt the draft status. But the kid is big. He's big like Rolando McClain. You know what Sean Lee's bringing to the table. I feel like Jalen Smith is going to break out. So I feel like we can have the first three linebackers with you got LVE, Sean Lee, and Jalen Smith. I definitely feel like we can have a top linebacking core because that's another year of Jalen Smith without that injury. That's another year next to Sean Lee. And I feel like LVE is that type of kid that really soaks up and really believes and wants to get championships and sit next to Sean Lee. He's only going to get better. And the kid is huge he can hit you inside outside he can cover so I think we're going to have one of the top linebacking cores it won't start out early in the beginning I think they'll bring out uh, LVE off the bench early depends on how good he does in the preseason but I think midseason is when you see we're really going to blossom as far as a linebacking core yeah that's what I was thinking um I just hope Sean Lee can you know stay healthy and go a whole season I think we're looking good. I really do. I have a lot of faith in this team this year, especially defense, you know. Oh, yeah. Hey, we appreciate your phone call, Mr. Bones. All right. Thank we'll you so you much. Next time. Appreciate Thanks. you. Thanks. Rapid fire. Go ahead, caller. You're on the line. What's your name? You're on the line, caller. You there? Hello? You. Uh, you. Yeah. What's your name? You're on the Silver and Blue Nation show. Hello? This is KG. I thought you just called it. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, KG? Silver and Blue Nation, you're on the line. What's your name? Hello? All right, Hello. well, rapid fire's not working so well. <laughs> is anybody on the line? Hello? Hey, how you guys doing? What up? Good, who's Produce? this? Producer G, Big Game James, what's good? What's good? Who's this? This is Marvin Hargrove from North Carolina. Oh, what's Mr. up, Hargrove. Big God? What's up, Marvin? Appreciate you, Mr. Hargrove. What's, what's good? How y'all living? Hey, we living good. Talk to me. Oh, I just got two questions. Okay. I got two questions. One question is, how do you all feel that uh, Kellen Moore is going to do as quarterback coach for uh, this year's team? Oh, well, hey, first of all, I think he may do okay because I feel like he always was a good quarterback mind. I posted um, him in Gruden camp uh, last year. He has a great quarterback mind. People dogged him because he didn't have the physical skills. But if you look at his quarterback mind, he has a great quarterback mind. And Dak loves him. Dak was one on board 100% him working with him. So I think him being a young guy, I think it was better for him to go on that role and not being a player. So I think it's going to be very good because I do think he has a good quarterback mind. And just because his physical skills didn't match what on the field doesn't mean his mental skills isn't top-notch. And I think it was a good addition, especially if Dak likes him and feels comfortable with him. Right. Okay. That's the first. Now, my next question would be about um, 
do we make a move for tight end Tyler, uh, the tight end from the Bengals? Tyler Effort. Move for him or are we good at tight end? Honestly, you know how the Cowboys work, man, Marvin. I just feel like this. When when the Cowboys get people that they feel like they really like, they don't really deem and move outside of it. The only way you will, we I can see us moving for a Tyler Eifert is if we have a major injury. I really feel like they love Blake Jarwin. They like your boy Jeff Swain, and I really feel like they like the kid Schultz from uh, Stanford. And they've still got Rico Gathers in the mix, and you see he's doing some block of videos, so hopefully he's doing everything he can to stay on the roster and make a difference. So I feel like they're saying, hey, let's roll what we got. If anything happens outside of that, then we'll look in training camp if there's an injury, but let's go what we got, and we don't really need anything else. And that's why the Cowboys are kind of rolling right now. I don't feel us uh, – poking an Eifert because, number one, that's a contract that we have to take on, and they ain't really trying to do that. They're trying to stay cheap. Hey, thanks for calling in, Marv. Oh, oh thank you. I'm pulling for Rico, though. I'm pulling for, for him, too. We need that size. You see how big that boy is? Yes, Lord. Man, if you can see that guy, 6'8", 285 pounds, actually coming down there and dominating, we are all geeked. Oh. Oh, most definitely. Thanks, Marvin. It's rapid fire. We got to move it on. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, we appreciate you, big dog. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Not be- You're on the Silver and Blue Nation show. What's your name? <laughs> Sorry about that, Marvin. Okay. What's your name? Joshua. Josh? Yeah, they love. Yeah, go ahead. What you're up, live, dog? You're live on Silver and Blue Nation. Oh, how you doing, man? Hey, I was, I was saying a lot of people move. People talking about this, but they're not talking about the best offseason acquisition we got, and that's Chris Sean. He's the reason we're going to make playoffs. I think more people need to focus on our defense. Our defense is going to be mean this year. I'm wondering if you guys agree or not. Yeah, I definitely agree that defense is going to be mean. What did you What did you ask right before that, though? Because the volume was kind of low. Uh, he was just saying uh, – could you repeat your question, please? Yeah, the question The question is how do you, how do you think our um, – our teams are going to rank this year compared to last year with the acquisition of Chris Richard and getting out of cover two who stops nobody. He's more of a cover three guy, cover one guy. He likes Robert. Uh, well, first of all, number one, I feel like that was the biggest acquisition of our whole year. Uh, that's the type of guy that we needed to really change the attitude and the mentality, just like you said with that cover two of Rod, uh, Rod Marinelli, that previous, almost like a prevent defense, and every time a team would get on us and it's the last minute of the game, we always go and prevent. I feel like Richardis brings us more of an attitude, more of aggressive. He loves praying press, and I think that's something that we really needed because we drafted guys that are playing that type of style. So we need to really exert their uh, their talents and their their strengths and not anything else. So I definitely believe Richard is going to bring a better attitude, and I feel like he's going to change what we're going to do all the way around. And we were, what, ranked eighth last year, and we were still rolling with that cover two? Watch what we're going to do this year. I feel like we're going to be a top five defense. It won't start out early, but if you get like around uh, game four, five, or six, that's when you're going to really see us roll. Oh, yeah. Hey, we appreciate your call, Josh. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Appreciate you, Josh. Yeah, appreciate it, man. All right. Well, that was fun. That was fun. I love rapid fire because rapid fire comes out of nowhere. You feel me? Like, that's what I love about rapid fire. Like, we'll say it and we don't even try it. And the next thing you know, we get 15 calls in a row. Well, if you tried to call and you didn't get through, we apologize. You can always try next week. We'll be doing it every week. So if you didn't get in this week, there's always another Sunday because we don't go anywhere, folks. We've been doing this for a year straight every Sunday on your 
Facebook and YouTube airwaves. So thanks to everyone who's tuned in so far. If you just joined in or you don't know what's going on here, this is the Silver and Blue Nation live Dallas Cowboys talk podcast. We do it just like I just said every Sunday and throughout the season as well. Um, Shout out to Hulk Logan. He's leaving the premises. He said, "Baby Hulk is flipping out Hulk right Logan, now." Hulk Logan, yes. <laughs> I, got, I got to set this Skype up with him at some point here. He'll be on here what next um, week? That we'll try to get him in next week, as long as you might oh, have he's a not guest leaving. next week. And uh, we'll try to have everyone who uh, wants to maybe do some sort of co-host thing with you. That'd be pretty cool to jump up here Hell as yeah. a fan, and we can set that up through Skype if you want to go ahead. I was just going to say, remember when we were talking about, you know, we want to get some of the people that are NFC East fans, Giants, right, Eagles, Redskins, Trash Talkers. Well, I had a guy that actually jumped on the, on our Silver and Blue Nation page when I gave the ratings and the rankings of the quarterbacks. He was really upset that I was dogging Washington. He's a big-time Washington fan because I went on his page, and he said it was fake news and it was blah, blah, blah this. I said, okay, well, you know what? I want you to uh, find my Big Game James page. I, I put his name on there, put my name on there, tagged me. I told him, go in my inbox, and then me and you can go at it and then you can talk about your whack Redskins, and I'll talk about my Cowboys, how we beat the brakes off you every time. Um, it's been two years. You haven't beat us. It's not a rivalry. We smack the hell out of you every time. We own you. We own the Redskins. It's not a rivalry any longer. So if you are happy, and I told him to listen to the show. So if you happen to be listening to the show, I do want to tell you we own the Redskins. So you know. So jump in my inbox. We will go at it, and you will lose. Yes. I will win. Yes. If you guys know anyone who is an Eagles, Philly, or or Redskins, or I said Eagles, Philly. I mean Eagles, Giants, or Redskins fan that would want to debate with Big Game James you on will this lose. show. I don't care if you're Eagles. Let's fans. set that up. Inbox us. Let them know. We'll inbox each other. We'll work it out. We will get you up here on a Skype so you can debate with Big Game James about whose franchise is better. And I know you Philly fans are going to want – if any of you Philly trolls are going to fiend to get on here because all you're going to see is we win the Super Bowl. They, they so geeked, ain't they? No Philly fans look at them. We win the Super Bowl. We win the Super Bowl. We win the Super Bowl. They're like, you know what I'm saying? Shut the hell up. You just won one Super Bowl. And the, the NFL has been here a long time. Yep. How long has the NFL been here? Yeah. How long has the NFL been here? And you just got one in 20 what? Was it 17? You just got one? Yep. Shut the hell up. They've been playing NFL football since it seemed like the 40s. So hush up. They are the joke of the You division. ain't did nothing. You just now uh, joining the party. Before we wrap the show up, we're probably going to start moving along a little quicker here. Uh, thanks for everyone who commented. If we didn't get your shout out, keep commenting. We're like, again, we're here every week, so we will get to your comments and say your name at some point and get up here what you want to talk about as well. Mm -hmm. um, so we want to fly through a little bit of these topics we have left for the show today. All right. Can safety Kayvon Frazier become a starter this season? Yes. He definitely can become a starter. I hope he becomes a starter. He he was – people act like he was a bad player when he came out of Central Michigan. He wasn't. He was – he had an injury. He had a knee injury. He tested well in his pro day. All he needs is a chance. The dude is huge. He's six foot, two hundred twenty-five pounds. He's a thumper. He can cover better than people think. Give the guy a chance. Richard says he can be a Cam Chancellor type player. As you see the video right here, you see he can do a little bit. Let's get him on the field and let's make him a starter and let's let him roll. Oh, that was it. 
Yeah, that was it. I'm I sorry. Was trying to, I was hoping you had more than that. But that's oh, I'm right. sorry. Yeah, I just feel like that's you know, right. he, he he. It's not really too much you can say about him. You saw what he did last year. He was a great special teams player. I think they're gonna not play him as much on special teams and use those other guys on special teams. But I feel like Richard said he can be a Cam Chancellor type guy. He can be a guy that you can get about 80, 90 tackles in a season if you play him full time. The problem is everybody wants to go after the big name, G. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to go after that big name. Guess what? There's players that don't aren't big name players that are still good. Let's give him a chance. It's only what his third year. You act like he's been there forever. Yeah, I think it's just probably where he was drafted. And you and you automatically assume that oh he might not be this, but it was just the injury that really dropped him. That's probably a big part of it where he was drafted. You know, people just don't expect a guy drafted that late to do something. But you're right. People don't look at it the way you do, though. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you looking for out of Dak? We were talking about Dak earlier. We were going to get back into him. So mm-hmm. what are you looking for from Dak in training camp? Um, I mean, I think the biggest thing to me, what I'm looking at with Dak is just the, the in-syncness with his receiving core. I think that's the biggest thing. He's been doing a lot of off-season training with the receivers. You've seen him working out with those guys. You've seen the videos. You've seen the pictures. I think that's the biggest thing is how on page is he with those guys. Now, the biggest thing that people said with Dak Prescott, even Brian Broaddus and those guys, they said he's not the greatest practice player. So you can see him in practice, and he doesn't practice good, but that doesn't mean he's not a gamer because he's more of a gamer than a practice player. But the biggest thing I want to see him really in training camp is just really the footwork. Uh, I really want to see is he really improved on his footwork when he does throw the deep ball, is his footwork together, when he does see pressure, does he not get that happy feeling, does he still make, you know, those window throws. Um, That's the thing I'm really going to be looking at, and is he in sync with his new receiving core? Yeah, I'm curious to see how he does with the pressure in his face for sure. Um, cause that's kind of where he had been struggling. But another guy that we were talking about earlier was Michael Gallup. Mm-hmm. Can he emerge as that number one wide receiver? Yes. 100% yes. Uh, he was a guy that I, he was a slept on guy. I liked from uh, pro football focus, really loved him. The route tree can do everything. He's been a dog. He's physical. He's strong. He doesn't have the all world speed, but he's almost like a baby Des Bryant for real, for real. He's almost like a baby Des Bryant. And I really feel like he's the guy. People say Alan Hearns. I think Alan Hearns is better in that secondary position, and I would love to see Gallup emerge as that number one guy. Let him take over the role. He's great after the catch. He has strong hands, can run those routes, and I really feel like he has that attitude that we need as the number one receiver. And I feel like him being a number one, Hearns being a number two, would be so much better in the long run as we uh, go forward. There was a story that came out about Leonard between Leonard Fournette and Zeke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeke said something about his birthday, and Fournette retweeted with an uh, interesting quote. Treadmill fat ass. <laughs> you know they boys. Well, you Zeke know. says, birthday around the corner, what y'all getting me? Yeah. And, and then that was his response. Well, I mean, you've seen them taking pictures before, even before this, so you know they're boys. That's that's something that me, me and you, me and you were talking, and you said something like that. That's what I was saying to you. So I feel like they're boys. I don't feel like it was – Media hypes it up. I mean, I posted it and said, you know, could this be something? It's not nothing. Those guys are boys. That's what you would say to your boy. We play them this year. So it's this added, uh, what do you call, incentive to have fun in that game. Uh, but that's not reading, reading nothing into that. Who's better? Huh? Who's better? Zeke. 
you don't think Fournette would dominate behind that offensive line the same way? Uh, he might. I mean, he did a good in that Jacksonville, but he I don't feel like he – you know, Leonard Fournette is a dog runner, but Zeke I, Zeke can Zeke can do anything. Yeah, he's amazing. Since <laughs> it was his birthday, lots of highlights and stuff, obviously. Zeke can do anything. Circling around right now. Uh, do you have anything else before we get get ready to wrap up the show? Uh, no, just really ready, interesting to see these battles. Uh, really, I got some lineups. Like I said, I'm going to do a 53-man prediction. You got all these people out here, and I'm not busting on anybody at all. Uh, but I'm not going to do a 53-man roster when I haven't seen Cedric Wilson play. I'm not going to do a 53-man roster when I haven't seen – look at the cornerback position. Let me show you how many cornerbacks and safeties we have. Just right quick, folks. We got Awuze, Jordan Lewis, Anthony Brown, Byron Jones, Donald Alomba, uh, Marquez White, Trevavius Ward, um, uh, Mark Hall, uh, Traver- I, I can't I, – Robinson from Oregon, I'm sorry, <laughs> Xavier Woods, <laughs> Thomas from Texas, Demille Showers, he's still on the roster, Kayvon Frazier, Cameron Kelly, and Jeff Heath. That's a lot of people, folks, ain't it? Yeah. That's a lot of damn names, and that's going to be a heated battle. Like the so receivers. These are really my my um, my people I'm looking at. If you look at the defensive ends, you got DeHonte Jones, you got a kid named Hearns, Larkin, Armstrong, Coney Ely, uh, D. Law, Randy Gregory, Taco Charlton, Crawford, Ch- Tapper. Uh, it's going to be a lot of people with some interesting battles, and I think that's the biggest thing. If I'm going to leave off of here today, is training camp battles. That's the biggest thing with me. Who's going to win out? Who's going to be cut? Who's going to be a surprise cut? Because there are going to be some surprise cuts this year. It's going to happen because we're not set in stone like the rosters like we've been three, four years past. So there's going to be a surprise cut or two this year. That's good, though. Um, but that's good. That means Because good competition is brings the best out of everyone. If you got to cut, cut good players, that means you have good depth. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned Xavier Woods talking about them, them secondary how good do you think he can be this season? I love Xavier Woods. Um, I loved him when he was at Louisiana Tech. I saw that playmaking ability. Um, I was excited last year. And I think the biggest thing with him is they were playing him at corner too. And I think that was really good for his experience, that he can drop down in the slot like that or he can even play on the outside. But I think he's a playmaker. He is a guy that has a sense for the ball. And he's not just a guy that – gets the ball out the air, but he's a type of guy that can take it to the house. He's proven it before that he can not just get the interception, but he can take it. So I really feel like I said a bold prediction for Xavier Woods is six interceptions, but he can definitely get four interceptions for the season uh, this year. And I think that's the reason why maybe they're not going so hard at Earl Thomas because Earl Thomas is a free safety, and that's what Xavier Woods plays. And it will stunt his growth because Earl Thomas gets traded to us. Earl Thomas is starting. We're going to hit one more topic before we wrap this thing up. If you guys love his hat, his Cowboys hat, give us a big thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up give for the hat like today. like and a share. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the Silver and Blue Nation YouTube channel. If you're over on Law Nations, make sure you jump over Black there. Bart. And everybody who's tuned in today, we certainly appreciate all of you, anyone who left comments or tried to call in. If we didn't get your comments or call in, don't take it personal. We just couldn't, wasn't able to get to it. And make sure you tune in next week because that's where you'll have a chance to do it again. But before we wrap it up, one last topic. The Cowboys once again reign supreme, number one, most valuable franchise by Forbes in all the sports. So what do you think about that? Just every year it seems like – 
I, I'm constantly hearing about how the Cowboys are making more and more money, and every year they're worth more and more and more. Well, I think the biggest thing, two things for me. Uh, it's great that we're the number one team in all sports, not just football, all sports. They're the number one. But that's great and all, but we need a Super Bowl. It's all great to be the number one franchise. Uh, we're in the number one this. But you ain't number one if you ain't winning them damn Super Bowls. You feel me? So even though the Patriots are below us, they have more a better tenure than us right now. Especially now. So you would say, okay, so what the Cowboys are number one. The Patriots are number one right now. So I think it's great to be number one as far as memorabilia, but we've spent all this damn money on the Cowboys stuff, but we ain't getting no Super Bowls. So that's what needs to happen with the Cowboys. We can be the number one franchise, most valuable, but we need Super Bowls and we need to stop that madness because I'm tired of us, all our fans spending all this damn money on Cowboy stuff and we ain't winning shh. Right? Right. I mean, we spend hella money for Jerry Jones. We, we packed sure that. He built a hundred thousand dollar, a hundred thousand seat stadium. That's huge. Everybody started copying him, so that's a lot of money and revenue being spent on him. Cowboys fans spend a lot of memorabilia, spend a lot of money on cowboy stuff. Jerry Jones, you gotta get us another Super Bowl. It's only right. It's only right. Super Bowl is it? That's the bottom line. I mean, it. it you owe it. You owe it to us. You owe it to us fans because we're faithful in the Cowboys. We stay with you no matter what. We pay our money. We buy our stuff. We buy your stuff. We pay, we pay monies for them crazy seats, parking, whatever. You owe us some Super Bowls now, more. You know, Jerry, we can't live off them three you did. You built a new stadium. You did all this and that. We need more Super Bowls, and we need them now. And so having said that, uh, uh, I want me some glory hope. And just another reminder, today is Zeke's birthday and Sean Lee, so wish those guys a happy birthday. We got four days till we got training camp action, 49 days till kickoffs. That's seven more Sundays from today. And it's getting exciting, man. We are almost there. It's about damn time. So stick with us. We'll be here all seven Sundays doing shows all the way up till then and through. So. Make sure you tune back in every week. Want to thank everybody again who tuned in today, everybody who supports the nation. We certainly appreciate you. Any final thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts. Make sure you check in next week, too. I've been talking. I don't know. I posted an article with Mr. Lincoln Coleman Jr. I don't know if any of y'all remember him. He played with the Dallas Cowboys that 93 season when we won the Super Bowl. He had one big game. I believe it was a Thanksgiving game. Yep. Well, against uh, when Leon Lett had the disaster, he ran for like 40-something yards. Had 10 carries for Yeah, he had like 10 carries for like 40 yards. He looked good that game. And I was like, dang, Lincoln Coleman need to get some work. You know what I mean? And that was a crazy game because it snowed and everything. But I've been chopping it up with Lincoln back and forth. He was supposed to be on the show today, but some things came up. But he will definitely be on the show next week calling in, talking about his experiences with the Cowboys that Super Bowl run and just his experiences in the NFL as a whole. He kicked it out. and He actually was like, come out to kick it in Highland Ridge yesterday, tomorrow, yesterday. But we're in Ohio. He's out there. But he will be on the show next week. So make sure you tune in. Lincoln Coleman Jr. from the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl run. Yep. He will be calling in next week. He'll have a great story that you won't want to miss. Got a great story for you. Make Mama, sure you tune in. Do not miss it. It's Mama a great story. Mama Teresa just tuned in. 
Uh, she says she's late. Sorry you're late, Mama T. We're about to sign off. Make sure you watch it back through and give us a like and share as well. And Wendy Mason says Cowboys versus Steelers in the Super Bowl. That's her bold prediction. I like that. I like that. I always love like to see that. Steelers. Uh, so that's it then, folks. Until next week, we got training camp, and that's Big Game James. And that's Producer G Voltron. And this has been a Producer G production. We out.